0: today on CityCast Denver. Ballots are already in the mail, and if you're like me, you probably have yours sitting on the kitchen table waiting to be filled out. I know some voters are concerned that we could see a repeat of what happened two years ago when baseless claims that the 2020 election was rigged consumed our news cycle. With the turn of a dial or the change of a chip, you can press a button for Trump and the vote goes to Biden. What kind of a system is this? So to quell any fears about voting in Colorado, we called up my old councilman, Paul Lopez, who's now Denver's clerk and recorder, to ask him some tough questions about transparency and trust at the ballot box. And because it's also Halloween season, we get into a little bit of the spooky stuff too. So you would be maybe like (laughs) teepeeing someone's house?
1: Teepeeing? Yeah. Nah, man, that stuff's hard to get out.
0: Today is Thursday, October twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver.
1: Polish Club, I have too many memories of Polish <laughs> Club. I'm like, nope,
0: we are not having it there. We're no. gonna go down the street Bro, to Revision Fresh.
1: I mean, Polish Club gets just. Booked years in advance, right? It's like a kid is born. It's like, I want this day for the kids.
0: <laughs> yeah. Clerk and recorder Paul Lopez, welcome back to CityCast Denver.
1: Thank you. It's actually good to see you uh, in 3D and be here in person.
0: In real life. I know. Um, so I'm going to start with the hardest hitting question we've got. Uh, what are you looking more forward to? Election Day, Halloween, or Dia de los Muertos?
1: Dang, man, that's a <laughs> hard question. <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, you know what, I always look forward to election day. Like this is gonna be my seventh election that I've overseen. Really? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I have the same kind of reaction in my head too because it seems like yesterday we were just causing a ruckus and like (laughs) filling potholes and stuff. And now we're defending the the, the vanguard of democracy, right? So, you know, I I look forward to the eighth. It's always fun because I get a, uh, it's the last day to vote. And we just really get to do that push, you know, for people to who are last minute uh, folks running to the ballot boxes and dropping them off. <laughs> Want to make sure people vote early, um, and so we're doing that now. But uh, you know, the other los muertos, I love it because it's just it just speaks to who we are, and I get to connect with. I'm gonna get a little teary because this is the first time that I have new ancestors. Mm. Um, I get to connect with my new ancestors, yeah. and then. Um, Halloween because I stopped passing out the little candy, so I went to Costco and bought that big old pack of Reese's and all the Kit Kats. Oh, you're and stuff the guy like that, that gives the
0: full size.
1: Somebody's got to spoil the kids. In the I know. Hood, okay, you know? but
0: let me tell you, I live in Burnham. I get no trick or treaters.
1: I hardly get them too. Okay, and and that's beyond me because I would spend hours as a kid. I come back with a pillowcase full of stuff to mess up my teeth, <laughs> and. It's just, I think, I think the times are changing. Yeah. Um, And knowing that, I'm not going to, I mean.
0: You're going to make it worth their while. I'm going to
1: make it worth their while. And like I said, I mean, someone's got to spoil the kids, show some, some love to the kids in the hood with a full size Hershey's.
0: Oh my God. You're, you're the dream house now. I feel like then you get like extra trick or treaters.
1: Well, the landscaping's gotten out of control, so it looks a little scary. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I got a big know.
0: dirt pile in my yard, so uh, I feel you. <laughs> yeah,
1: does shoot, man. <laughs> but I look forward to it. I love it. I love seeing them come up, and you know, I love being able to see the kids smile and tell me what they're dressed as and stuff like that. So.
0: Okay. Let's talk about the election a little bit. And mm-hmm. before we get into sort of the what's going on this year or how we can help voters um be more engaged, I do have to ask you about the ballot guides that went out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Denverite reported that the office your office made a mistake in the Spanish language version of the guide. Can you yeah. just explain what happened?
1: Yeah, you know, um we 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 were notified um by Denverite that we Uh, had some errors in our Spanish translations and it was just one word, right? So the one word that was duplicated in two different, uh, ballot issues, um, you know, uh, being climate and then the other, um, homelessness. And so once we, we looked at that, you know, initially I, we missed, you know, right away we thought, okay, this, this is probably a vendor error. And we did that mistakenly, the more we looked into it and the more we investigated it, because, I had asked my staff, look, if there were spotting one error, let's all get in a room. Let's close the door we're ordering pizza and we ain't going to come out of there until we do another proof. And in that other proof, we realized that there were a couple of other errors, some omissions and so um, of omissions of, uh, of some con statements. And so, you know, right out the gate, I'm the clerk and recorder right. for our best times and our hard times. And when we make mistakes, we have to be transparent about our mistakes, and we got to do everything that we can to correct it. Um, you know, we you know, with that particular uh, translation error, that's our fault. Sure. And we are doing everything possible to make sure that that doesn't reflect poorly a- amongst our vendor, because our vendor is a good vendor and have, they have a great cause.
0: And that's the person. That's the entity that's printing.
1: Yeah, well, they're, they're translating. So. Oh, they're the, translating. Yeah, okay. A, a lot of what's in our in our book is a lot of legalese. Sure. I mean my best barrio Chicano calo Spanish I could never bat at that level, right And so they, this is a very technical legal language that we pay a vendor to go through and do all of that right. It's very time consuming, but it is a city vendor um, that's the that's those mistakes. The others we just we did not omit uh, I mean we accidentally omitted con statements that came in on some ballot initiatives. That came in on time and should have been included in our, in the in Denver's blue book, right? So you'll see that the mailer goes out. It deals with those initiatives, and it basically it corrects that by making sure that those statements are included, so that voters know that that's part of the blue book, right? So, like I said, um, they're not excuses. Uh, we have you know six days to turn around and do that. We have. Uh, staff that have been operating under the most difficult of circumstances, by no means an excuse, but an explanation of how this works behind the scenes. I told my staff, look, we're going to have bumps in the road. When we recognize those mistakes, we have to be transparent and we have to take responsibility for them, right? And it's a good thing that we were able to uh, meet the meet a deadline so that we were able to get the mail out for folks in time to be able to see them
0: so there's like a correction issued i'm just thinking something that i know is important to you uh we live in the same communities spanish-speaking residents are Mm -hmm. a prominent part of our community and do you worry at all that we that they feel disenfranchised or that they're missing they they feel like they might be missing that crucial information
1: i constantly um think about that every single day for every voter we yeah. do not want anybody to be disenfranchised or misinformation. That's why we corrected it immediately on the web. We put on, we put it through all our social media. We put it in Spanish and todas nuestras redes sociales. And we even sent out a mailer, right? So we are doing everything possible to make sure that people got these, you know, before the ballots hit. And I think it's absolutely important. We have, you know, been very transparent. Yes, you know, I care very deeply. It's the community I come from. But our ability to do that and to turn around quick it says a lot about the elections division and the team that I'm a part of.
0: Absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a massive undertaking, yeah. you know, mistakes or not. You're, you're dealing with yeah. people's yeah. vote.
1: And as the clerk and recorder, I mean, myself, you know, Paul Lopez, elected clerk and recorder, I'm accountable for that. And, you know, it's my responsibility. And I have to ensure that in, in the process and moving forward that we address things like that.
0: So you were talking a little bit earlier about um, we still have polling places, right? Colorado's yeah. really known because we have this excellent mail-in system. Why is it still important for us to have in-person voting options?
1: It's the Colorado model, right? It's never an either or. You can, when you get your ballot, it's a mail-in ballot. You put two stamps on it, put it back in the mail, right? It's that easy. Make sure you sign the back of your ballot, please. Yes. <laughs> um, you can drop it in any one of our drop boxes. We have 43 of them now uh, for this election. We've almost, we're almost almost about to the point where we've doubled them in the last three years since I've been the clerk and recorder. And then we still have the in-person vote centers. One, because it is required by law. And two, because we believe that that's the model. The model is choices. We want to make it easier in that best possible way for voters to be able to
0: access to access. Yes.
1: That's all in the instructions that we've sent in the mail. It's also online too, Denvervotes.org, Denvervota.org en español.
0: Um I'm also thinking about folks that are newer to the city. Maybe they've never voted by mail before. Yeah. Tell me about voting by mail. Why is it work? Why do we do it? Why do you love it?
1: You can vote from anywhere. We mail it to you and you have twenty two days after you mail it to you to return it. That's, um, that's like three weeks. instructions, yeah. Also, it's a paper ballot.
0: It's a physical piece it's of- It's a
1: physical piece of paper. Yes. Record that you voted. And let me just make this clear too, when you turn in that ballot, when you turn in your ballot, you make sure you sign the back of it. Once we receive it and your signature is verified, that envelope and your ballot, never see each other again, they get separated so that it it protects voter anonymity. But we have to hold on to those ballots twenty-five months after the election. Whoa! Yeah, in case somebody in has case any we kind need of question, just to do a recount. Or- when we did a recount uh, uh, for the Secretary of State's rep- the Republican primary, we still had the ballots ready to go. The outcome didn't change much, but I think four, right?
0: But you still uh, were able to prove that, and
1: we were still able to prove that. Yeah. So it is a paper ballot. This doesn't just you don't just delete it and forget to save your work, right? <laughs> there's a lot of misinformation out there. Yes. And there's a lot of haters about um uh, with with the concept of mail-in ballots. It's because they're so easy.
0: Mhm. They're so uh, accessible. So
1: accessible. Yes. And they are hard evidence.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. I never thought about that when we, because that's Mm kind of what I wanted to ask you next about was there's still election denier folks out there, right? There's still people that say that this system is flawed and that people are voting for other people and blah, 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 blah. And what would you, what do you say to someone who doubts our system that you have spent so much time making sure works?
1: One, visit our website. Don't pay attention to Twitter and Facebook as your primary source of information or the plethora of talking heads that you're going to see on TV or what, you know, so-and-so said on the street or at the water cooler or on a break, right? If you need information, hit us up, denvervotes.org, right? And to those folks who, you know, can't accept the loss as a loss, man, I can't tell you how many times growing up in the West side that I got my butt kicked. I just... How to get up, deal with it. I played for West High School's baseball team. We lost all the time.
0: <laughs> it you just meant that we lost. have to
1: go back and work harder. Right. Right. In this system, it is secure, transparent. There is no proof um of any kind of fraud or anything like that. So a lot of the talking heads are gonna it's part and, and sadly, it's not as innocent as it sounds, because it's part of an, a, a nefarious national sure. movement to try to undermine right. our democracy. And it is dangerous and it is voter suppression. And you know we need people to be able to defend it. And that means go to the polls, participate, but push people to the right information.
0: Okay, last question. Uh, what are you more afraid of, Clerk Lopez, election fraud or ghosts?
1: I would say I would probably see a ghost in my lifetime more than any kind of election fraud.
0: <laughs> I kind of, so, I'm tending to agree with you yeah,
1: here. Yeah, I, that kind of creeps me out. I hear noises. I don't know if it's a squirrel. I, I know, know, I was like, I don't, like, but
0: I don't know any good ghost stories from our neighborhood. I think I need to do a little research I to mean, find some.
1: I'm sure they're out there. Sure I mean, I've heard too. of it. I live close, to, I'm in VIA Park, so I live by the little river. So, you know. I tend to not stray out too much when I'm watching walking my pups because you know, I'm a grown ass man and I'm still I'm unsure if the Yorana exists or not. That kind of freaks me out.
0: So hauntings are definitely
1: yeah, not.
0: more scarier than They're
1: scarier. Voter fraud does oh. statistically I'm not a mathematician, but I can tell you I know one number almost by heart. zero okay. zero zero 6 is the rate of any kind of fraud in this state.
0: I bet we could pull numbers for how many people have seen ghosts and they're way higher than way higher. Ex- it's almost statistically
1: fraud. zero. And if we do suspect anything, if we if there's anything that doesn't pass muster, is not that is suspicious or that we have any question about, we forward that on to our DA. And our DA will investigate that.
0: Well, clerk and recorder Paul Lopez, thank you so much.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for joining me. This was great.
1: Hey, and vote early, please. We need people to vote early.
0: And here's what else Denverites are talking about. Earlier this week, DPS Superintendent Dr. Alex Marrero announced the closure of 10 schools, citing declining enrollment. They're expected to close by the end of the year, pending DPS board approval. Chalkbeat reporter Melanie Asmar tweeted, quote, closures also often have an outsized impact on low-income communities of color. That's true of Denver's recommendations, too. At nine of the 10 schools, most students are black and Hispanic and come from low-income families. It should also be noted that four of the seven members of the current school board were personally impacted by school closures of the past, so it will be interesting to see how they vote. Stay tuned. And in what I think is good news, apparently the gentlemen behind Boom Car Wash, the name of the LLC that purchased lake steam baths, are promising that they will not be tearing down the bathhouse. One of the new owners, Tyler Weston, told Business Den, quote, it's not going to be a car wash. Apparently, the plan is to incorporate the beloved community business into the ground floor of a new apartment building, which would be great. But I've seen enough developer renderings and the actual realities that follow those renderings to know that, well, I'll just believe it when I see it. Here's to hoping Lake Steam gets another 95 years of business on West Colfax. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell La Llorona about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter, Hey Denver, by texting Denver to 66866. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye-bye.
1: We get some cute stuff sometimes.
0: I know, I was like, I always want to be like, can I put a note in there? Will that, like, invalidate my... No,
1: it it won't invalidate your ballot. (laughs) We had some kid, like, a parent, like, their kid had their own little ballot, and they wrote, and they voted on their own little piece of paper, and that was sent in. And that was, like, that melted all of our hearts. I love that. Um, And then, you know, we get, you know, get the F. Paul Lopez and all this other (laughs) stuff, you know. Little messages, you know. uh, Little sweet nothings, but... At the end of the day.
0: You're like, you know I'm reading it because we count every vote.
1: Yeah, and they know too.